more out of life. Go out to a movie. When Scotty Smalls moves into a brand new neighborhood, he manages to make friends with the best baseball gang in town. Together they go on a series of funny and touching adventures, but the gang runs into a little bit of trouble when Scott steals a baseball from his stepdad and knocks it into the clutches of a beast. This is The Sandlot. on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Welcome to episode three of the Boomstick Video Podcast. And you guys, I'm really excited today. Super excited because I have my fiancé with me today. Say hi. Hi! This is my fiancé, Mariah. And as you can tell, she knows nothing about making content on the internet. You can tell just by the way she said hi. What? <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> I mean, okay, I'm just joking. I'm just kidding You're around. You're not wrong, but... but well, I mean, I, you, you can just hear the nervousness in your voice. You're not wrong. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. Uh, yeah, Mariah's uh, joining us today, and... Uh, yeah, I'm super excited. I've been waiting for her to agree to do this for quite some time. I finally talked her into it. Um, it's going to be fine. Don't worry. It's going to be fun. We're going to have so much fun. Yeah. We're having fun. Okay? <laughs> We're having a good time. We're having fun, okay. right? Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you guys, she's having fun. Don't, don't let her <laughs> fool you. Um, last weekend, we watched... The Sandlot, because we're going to talk about it tonight. And, uh, yeah, we're super excited. Um, the Sandlot came out in 1993, in April of 1993. This movie is almost 30 years old. How crazy is that? In three years, they're going to be celebrating 30 years of The Sandlot. And... Did you just count on your fingers? I just wanted to make sure you're right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm right. You are. Good job. Oh, okay. Um, so, first time I saw this movie, um, it was kind of more or less the kickoff of the summer movie season in 1993. I was, how old was I? Do the math for me really quick. Oh, 1993? Yeah. Uh, uh, Seven? Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, I was seven. <laughs> I saw it opening weekend um, with my, uh, I think it was, I think it was just my mom. Yeah, it was my mom and my sister, and my sister and her friend, I think. Just um, your mom, but also two other people. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I 
I kept on going, uh-huh. and I realized I was lying. Yeah. Okay. Um, it was a big deal because I think it might have been one of the first PG-13 movies I ever saw. Oh, my god. Yeah, and it had bad words, and I was like, oh, should I be watching this? Anyway, um, I had so much fun watching this. I had a blast. Uh, when was the first time you saw it, dear? Um, or- I, I actually don't really remember. All I remember is that I was pretty young, and uh, me and I think I think my older sister was there too, and we watched it because like our dad introduced it to us. But that's all that's all I remember. Yeah, that's it, cool. It's a cute movie. I liked it, mm-hmm. but I don't really remember. Yeah, um, this movie is about a young kid that moves into a brand new neighborhood. It's uh, oh man, it was six. The the movie is based in the time period, I think, it was early 60s. It's based in, like, 61, 62, I believe. Um, and you can totally tell, like, the time period fits this movie very, very well. Does 1962. It 1962. It was the summer of 1962. And uh, young kid moves into this neighborhood, brand-new neighborhood, um, and with his mom and his new stepdad. And Who, at first, kind of seems like a total jerk. He really does. Yeah, he he comes off, Scotty's um, stepdad comes off very cold and uh, um, just not very friendly at yeah. all in the, in the, in the beginning. Right. But, um, but yeah, Scotty's really bummed and he has no friends. He's a nerd. He's really smart, uh, straight A student. And that's always a bummer when you're a super smart kid moving into a new new uh, town he just wants to learn how to play catch the very basic um rule of baseball he just wants to learn how to play catch which i don't understand how how do you how do you not know how to catch a ball and how do you not know how to throw a ball that's what this this movie always like it like boggled my mind because i was like how does he not know that he's so bad at it yeah, he like so bad. later. I mean, later on, we'll get to this. But later on, when he attempts to throw a freaking baseball, he can't. <laughs> he can't it falls right at his feet. Yeah. Like, how do you not know how to throw? Anyway, um, he finally asks his stepdad to teach him, and he keeps his stepdad is so cold. He's just like, yeah, sure, and then he never does. Yeah, his, his mom <laughs> yeah. has to practically yeah. force the stepdad into it. Yeah, his mom's like, uh, Bill, come on, you said you would. And he's like, oh, okay, well, I guess I have to live up to my promises. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, and uh, the first day of learning how to play catch doesn't go very well. Scotty gets a black eye, and stepdad Bill puts um, frozen meat on his face. <laughs> um, which, uh, yeah, I guess that that worked. I mean, it's cold. Yeah. So I guess that works. Um, and we get introduced. Th- okay. Th- this is uh, my favorite character in the whole movie is Benny. Hands, Definitely. Hand, yeah. Yours too? Yeah. Well, I guess for humor's sake, I think Hamilton, uh, Porter, the great Hambino, the fat kid. Yeah, okay. <laughs> she's if you saw her face, she's looking at me like I have no idea who you're talking I, about. Listen, he remembers every single detail from every single thing he's ever watched, and I'm sitting here like, wait, what was the kid's name? I and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not my fault that you just don't pay attention. Uh 
Just kidding. I pay attention. I'm just joking. Uh, but yeah, I like I, Hamilton is my favorite just for humor's sake because he's I think he's the funniest character. Um, but Benny is the best character. He's yeah. so it's just such a cool dude. Okay, so backing up just a little bit, um, Scotty follows the Sandlot gang into the Sandlot one day and completely embarrasses himself. Like that's when he attempts to throw the baseball back to to them and the entire Sandlot gang they fall on their faces laughing at him except for Benny because Benny he feels bad for him. Yeah, and and it's not only that, it's just he was he was, I think he was embarrassed because his whole gang was they were being jerks. Yeah. And um Benny saw something in Scotty. He he really wanted to be Scotty's friend. So he was kind of he was ups- I think he was more the look on Benny's face when uh Scotty runs out. I think he looked more upset at his friends. Like obviously he was sad for Scotty because yeah. he didn't want he didn't want him to be hurt, but he looked like he was ticked off at his friends. He was shaking his head like come on you guys. So the next day Benny goes to Scotty's house. And he feels bad, but at the same time, he doesn't treat Scotty like a poor little puppy dog. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he was very straightforward. He was like, hey, we're going to go play some ball. We need an extra guy. You want to go? He didn't dwell on what happened yesterday. Um, And I just love Benny's attitude. He was just like... Like, I don't give a crap if you suck. Like, <laughs> yeah. like you're you're new to the town. You're new to the neighborhood. Come on, let's go play baseball. Yeah. Like, it, he was just so accepting and loving to this kid, to the to the new kid. And uh, and I, I just love Benny's attitude. And Scotty was like, nah, I don't want to. And he's like, why not? Don't, yeah. you, don't you like baseball? I, I love seeing that in movies and TV shows when the the cool kid or, you know, the jock or whoever is, like, taking the underdog under his wing and, like, not, I mean, maybe sometimes trying to make him cool, but not even trying to make him cool, but just to make him feel like they're a part of the group mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, because I, I feel like when I was younger... I was the Scotty, mm-hmm. and, you know, if it wasn't for a Benny, I wouldn't have been a part of anything. So mm-hmm. I, you know, I can really, like, relate with Scotty, and mm-hmm. I needed a Benny, you know? Yeah. And so that's why I think Benny's so cool. Who was your Benny? Um, I actually, I had one friend um, when I was in high school that, like, really, like, drew me out of my my little shell and got me to be more outgoing and mm-hmm. you know yeah yeah that's cool and it's funny i i totally agree and it's funny you say that because um on the flip side there's so many there's so many movies and tv shows that portray the popular kid as a jerk yeah and like just a complete bad word (laughs) like you know what i mean yeah and which makes me wonder how the heck did this kid become popular in the first place like if he's if he's that horrible like how is that possible like how did he become 
popular because if he's a jerk face? Popularity, popularity is, it's what you make it. And I think, you I know. I guess, yeah. Like, you know, if you're a nice person and you make friends with everyone, that's what makes you popular. And that's why in some movies and storylines the popular kid is nice yeah i get well they make friends with everyone well that's what that's what i mean that's i feel like this is more realistic i feel like yeah. everybody loves benny just because he's so selfless right we'll get into more of that later but this kid he he's never thinking about himself ever yeah like um yeah we'll talk about it i'm getting ahead of myself but yeah he um he's like come on let's go like Forget forget about it. I don't care that your mitt is busted. Whatever. Like, I got an extra one. Yeah. Come on, let's go. So, uh, it introduces him to the gang. And we get introduced to Hamilton Porter for the first time. And he is... He's doing an impression of the great Bambino. And um, I love the narrator's um, expressiveness in this um, in this scene. He's like... I had no idea who they were talking about. Um, and it's just hysterical because this pretty much establishes how sheltered Scotty is. He doesn't know who any famous baseball players were. He just, he loved, he loved the game, but he's a, he's a nerd. Like, he just doesn't know. So when he says, who's, who's that? Who's the great Bambino? They look at him like he's a freaking alien. And I... It's just hysterical. You got anything to add to that? No, I think you got it. Oh, are you sure? Yeah. I, I think I think that you should add something to this. Um, um I could... No. <laughs> I hate you. All right, I'm sorry. I won't embarrass you anymore. Thanks. Promise. <laughs> I'll try not to. Okay, um... We could go on and on about the plot, but um, I don't want to take too much time on that. Um, let's talk about, let's just talk about characters. We, we already said that Benny's our favorite character. Yes. Who's your favorite funny character? Because, I mean, Benny's, Benny's a serious dude. Who's well, your favorite funny guy? I don't know any of their names, um, but the, the kid with the glasses... Squints. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought his name was. How do you not know who Squints is? I don't know any of their names. I already said um, <laughs> But he's my favorite character. Squints is? Yeah. Yeah, we actually, um, for, ha for Halloween one year, we actually dressed up like Wendy and Squints. That was only for one night. We didn't even get any pictures of that. That's a bummer. Okay, so why do you like Squints, though? Is he funny? Yeah, he's really funny. Yeah? And obviously the pool scene. Yeah, we can talk about that right now. That's cool. Because um, that's my favorite scene. That's what I was going to say for that. That's your favorite scene? Yeah. When Squints pretends to drown? Obviously. So he can be saved by Wendy Peppercorn? Yeah. And what a, what a ridiculously... I can't, ridiculously? I can't talk. <laughs> ridiculously. That's not, that's not appropriate. Um, <laughs> what a ridiculously 50s name when the peppercorn yeah like that's so like you know what i mean yeah like it's it sounds like a name that would definitely be in like the wonder years or something like that um but yeah squints uh he's he's borderline obsessed with this girl and uh as somebody who is uh you're a nurse i am yeah so um 
was Quince when he faked drowning, was he believable? Okay, first of all, in the scene where they're underwater, he was still like swimming a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And then when the second lifeguard goes to pull him out of the pool, he's clearly not limp. Like yeah. his knees are drawn up almost to his chest. Mm -hmm. And then when the guy lays him down, he like when he lets go, he like lays himself down the rest has, of the way. He has his arms up. Puts his arms down by yeah. himself smiles a little bit and i'm like is nobody looking at this kid yeah Can you? and then wendy <laughs> does not check a pulse just yeah. automatically starts puffing into his mouth yeah. and i'm like none of the none of this is right yeah yeah. Right. yeah um i think she needs more lifeguard training yeah mo was actually a lifeguard as well i was at kokomo beach great place guys great place <laughs> I'm just kidding. She's much more of a babe than uh, when, Wendy. Wendy's a bow wow compared to compared to Mariah. Whatever. I'm, I'm serious. Um, but yeah, he um, and he's holding his glasses the whole time, which makes yeah. it even funnier. Like obviously, he would have dropped them. Yeah, if like this was real. nobody nobody thinks that's kind of weird. Yeah. Anyway, and so, and oh. the part where like. She's already given him a couple of breaths, and he, like, looks at his friends, has this big cheesy grin yeah. on his face. <laughs> that was hilarious. Again, only his friends see this? Yeah. <laughs> no one else sees this? I think they all reacted to it. Like, like when they all, like, when he did that? Yeah. Like, they all kind of stood up and was like, what? What? And, but nobody said anything. Right. Because they were like, what's he going to do? Yeah. And then he, like... Pulls her face into his face. I think his friends and knew what he, he was doing. And well, they at wanted that, it to happen. At that point, he, they did. Yeah, like they were like they were like, oh geez. And well, yeah, <laughs> but that's why they didn't say anything. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And then <laughs> she she doesn't even hesitate. She picks him up. She drags him like she drags him um, with the soundtrack of this magic moment playing in the background, <laughs> which is very hilarious, very well done. Whoever put that scene together and edited the music into it, it was really, really good. Um, yeah, the whole gang is following him, and they're, like, cheering him on. And, um, yeah, Wendy, with no hesitation, she kicks all of them out. She's yeah. like, get the heck out of here. Like, she didn't even, like, she didn't even have a sense of humor about it. I, well... Okay. She, no, she did. After they were they were out of the pool, out of yeah. the fence, walking away, and she just she's looking like she's just so mad. <laughs> and she, I don't. She's like cleaning off her glasses or yeah. something. She's doing something. She's taking them off. She's looking. She like pulls them un oh, over okay. her nose. That's and, what it was. And, and she, then she like smirks at him or something. Yeah, she waves at him. Yeah. She's like, all right, you're cute, whatever. Yeah. And but, he's so thrilled. Yeah, and uh, it this day and age. This would be this would like be very looked down upon. Oh my I gosh. think you know. I I really that think that little it would kid be. would like go to jail or something, <laughs> and her, and it'd yeah. be all over the news. No, nah, she wouldn't go to jail. And probably, I mean, she's an adult, right? Well, I mean, she, it it would probably be. I don't know. I feel like it. it pro I don't think it would be a huge deal, but I feel like it would be a much bigger deal. It would like have these been. Days. It would like, have been a much bigger deal. People like, these days can't find that funny. Yeah, this because, young this you know, young boy, like he forced himself on yeah. this this lifeguard. That's probably yeah, what they would say. Whatever. It's just a funny movie. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm yeah. I'm going way too far with it. Yeah, you are. But um, no, I'm sorry. 
<laughs> Sorry. But, um, yeah, that's so that's Moe's favorite scene. My favorite scene, my favorite scene in the whole movie, it's not even, it's not even a comedic scene. It is when they have their night game against, uh, well, no, it's not against anybody. They're just, they're just uh, playing they played a game amongst, night? yeah, they had the night game, 4th Fourth, Fourth of July. Remember? How do you not remember this? Okay. Keep, keep talking. Mo's, Mo's never going to come back on the podcast again. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, so I guess I'll have to explain it. So it's 4th of July. <laughs> it's 4th of July. And uh, Benny knocks on Scotty's door and he's like, let's go. Come on. And Scotty's like, what the heck? Like, what's going on? What's the big deal? And he's like, it's a night game. Come on. And then the narrator, he's saying, like, for there was only one night game every single summer. And it was the night when fireworks lit up the whole sky and that gave them enough light for them to play. So, like, the 4th so, of July? Yeah. I and, remember the fireworks, but okay. that's all I remember. Oh, yeah. They're playing underneath the fireworks, and Ray Charles' version of America the Beautiful is playing, and it is... It's perfect. Like the whoever, like whoever put the scene together, put that song over top of it. Just Ray Charles, soulful, soul I can't talk. I can't talk, babe. But it, Ray Charles, his his soulful voice. I cannot say that. That is so weird. Um, Ray Charles has a good voice, and he's singing. It's just, it's just an amazing scene. It's magical. I love it. Um, no. She's looking at me with such a blank stare, you All guys. I She's like is the fireworks, and I remember commenting that they like didn't look real or something. See, this is the difference between <laughs> like I over when I watch a movie, I overanalyze everything. I pay attention yeah, to everything. She's just like, yeah, I think I remember that. <laughs> he talks a lot in movies too. No, I don't. I just get really excited. <laughs> I just get so excited. Anyway, I think, honestly, the, one of the main reasons why I love that scene so much is because of Ray Charles' version of America the Beautiful, which you were actually singing to when we were watching the movie. She probably doesn't even remember that. I don't. Anyway. You remember things way better than I do. Anyway. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, so let's talk about the overall message of the movie, um, which is... Why it, have we not talked about the dog yet? Oh, we will. I mean, okay. we'll talk about the beast here in a second. Okay. Um, actually, this will lead into that. Okay. Um, so the movie starts out really about Scotty. It starts out about his desire to fit in and his desire to just play the game of baseball and yeah. learn it. And, um, and have friends. Yeah, his desire to have friends and just to fit in and just be a part of something. Um, but the movie ends up being about Benny and all about his passion for the game and his like selflessness for like him, like everyone. Yeah, all he just yeah, he's just one of the most selfless kids I've ever seen in a movie. Um, that really came to light when he um, they were playing in the Sandlot like they always do, and Benny smashes the crap out of this baseball which is with the laws of physics i don't think that would actually happen yeah <laughs> it's a it's a freaking baseball like it's made to be hit with a baseball bat you mean and, it's not gonna just kind of explode and ba- <laughs> in the perfect shape yeah and i mean this this is a this is kind of like a 
like a far-fetched scene, but it was still pretty amazing. Like Benny smashes the crap out of this baseball, and when they're all looking at the smash baseball, the first thing Benny says is like, "All this means is that we can't play anymore. Like I just ruined the entire. The, yeah. I, I ruined the whole day for us. Yeah. It's only tw it's only twelve o'clock." And that was the only thing Benny said. He didn't care that he smashed the crap out of the ball. He was just like, now we can't play. Like, and I, it's my fault. And I love this kid so much. Yeah. He's such a cool dude. Um, so then Scotty, being the dork that he is, he uh, goes and gets the Babe Ruth signed baseball. Oh um, I mean, he didn't know who Babe Ruth was. He didn't know how cool it was. I know, but he still stole a baseball from his stepdad's trophy room. But to him, it, it was just a baseball. I okay. Well, it was it was like it, on this little like holder thing that, and it had a signature on it. Don't you think that that's kind of important? But it was just Baby Ruthie. Who knows who that is? <laughs> that's what he says. Baby Ruthie. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so he steals the or ball. Or something like that. He he gets so excited too, and this is I think what they kind of the movie kind of leads you to believe this is like the first thing this kid has ever done wrong. This is like the first like dishonest thing he's ever done. Like I mean, that's kind of what it leads you to believe because yeah. like even earlier in the mom uh, er, early in the, in the mom <laughs> <laughs> earlier in the movie the mom says. Um, get into trouble for crying out loud. So it kind of yeah. set, sets it up like this is the first time Scotty's like, done. Like, oh, okay. I'll yeah. get in trouble. Yeah, this is the first time Scotty's done anything against his parents because he just wants he wants his friends to like him and yeah. accept him. So, of course, Scotty smashes, the, smashes his first home run and it's with the autographed Babe Ruth ball and hits it right into the clutches of the beast. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and the beast is, he's, a, he's a, a freaking dog. He's a saint. What kind no, of dog no, is he? English Mastiff. English Mastiff. That, which, I think that's what. Yeah. That's kind I'm pretty sure that's the type of breed that this dog is. And for some reason, these kids think that it's a monster and they make up all these stories about it. And you guys all know, all know how Squince tells the story forever. For, yep, English Mastiff. Um, she just Googled it and she just showed it to me. Uh, That's how I have facts. <laughs> um, yeah, you all know they all make this way bigger deal than it needs to be. And he's just a big puppy doggy. Yeah. He just wants to play. Yeah. And um, a lot of these scenarios, like when they're trying to get the ball back, um, I personally think that a lot of these things that happen in the movie are pretty much in their heads the whole time. I think that a lot, like, they're imagining this dog way bigger than what he is. Like, like when he, when the dog throws, like, metal things, like, yeah. 50 feet in the air. That I'm like, there's made. no way. I was like, I think that they're imagining that in their heads, or yeah. it's just, like, it's just something fun for the movie. But, yeah, there's, <laughs> I don't think a dog Could can, pick it up. can pick up something and, throw it. and throw something 50 feet in the air. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, um, I love the beast. He's such a cute puppy doggy. I like dogs. Yeah.
She's look. She's looking at me weird again. Uh, um. So uh, yeah. So after uh, Benny has this dream that has Babe Ruth in the dream, mm-hmm. and Babe Ruth says, "Legends never die, kid." And uh, Benny, he's doing this for Scotty, because um, you know he just wants to help out a friend. But he's also doing this to prove something to himself that he can do something even greater than he originally thought he could. So, like like I said, like, ten minutes ago, the movie starts out about Scotty's desire to fit in, but it ends up being about Benny's, like, desire for greatness type of thing. Yeah. And that's that's kind of um, kind of the overall two, like, messages of the movie. And then towards the end, um, they finally get the ball back, and they take the beast home. Um, and, uh... After he... After the runs fence... Runs through the town. Yeah. And creates a mess. <laughs> right, yeah. Like, that would really happen, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, after the fence falls on top of him. That was so sad. I was like, oh, poor oh, yeah. puppy. And then they, they let him go, and uh, the Beast thanks all the kids and gives them the million baseballs that he's collected yeah. over the years. Um, and they, they finally bring him home to... The famous James Earl Jones, who plays Mr. Uh, Myrtle. Mr. Myrtle, thank you. Um, yeah, they... they it, James, hey, that was one name that I knew. Good job, babe. Thanks. I'm so proud of you. Um, they bring him home, and Mr. Myrtle, played by James Earl Jones, who is just fantastic. He's so good in this. Um, and uh, I love it because you want to talk about this. You, you mentioned how you thought this was really funny, how um, um, he's like... Wow, this is the first time anybody's like gotten the best of old Hercules. Oh, and then he's like, yeah. oh yeah, Go yeah. Ahead. Because like halfway through the movie, one of the kids suggests, um, let's go. Just going to Mister Myrtle. Let's go knock on the door. Yeah, go knock on the door, and 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 he'll get the ball back for us. And the Squ- was it was it Squints? Squints, yeah. He was like, no, we can't do that. Mister Myrtle's scary too. Yeah. And then like one of the first thing he says is. You could have just knocked on my door, yeah. and I would have gotten it back for you. I love it, yeah. Why didn't you just knock on the door? Yeah. I would have gotten it for you. And everybody, like, starts beating up. Scott. Yeah, I would, too. <laughs> starts kicking his butt. He's like, we got the ball back, didn't we? Didn't we get the ball back? Could have had it back sooner. Yeah, exactly. So, um, slobbery year. Mm-hmm. And I love, so, Mr. Myrtle um, invites... Um, just Benny and Scotty. I don't know what the rest of the gang's doing during this time. They're probably just outside waiting on him. Yeah. But uh, um, he's like, come on, we're going to talk about this baseball. And then uh, oh, James Earl Jones is so good, you guys. He just like... His character was a pretty cool guy. Yeah. He's just sitting there like, you're in trouble, aren't you, son? It's like, yeah, well, that ball that just got chewed up, um, it was signed signed by Babe Ruth and it belonged to my stepdad. And he's like, George signed this? And he's like, George Herman Ruth? Yeah. So apparently Scotty learned Babe Ruth's real name in the midst of all this, like out of nowhere. <laughs> like, well, <laughs> in, the, in the beginning, in the beginning, he had his little notebook and he wrote in it like, oh, yeah, look right. up baseball stuff. You're so probably, he probably did his research so he could sound cool. Yeah, he probably wrote it down. Yeah. That's true. Um, so he's like, George signed this? And he's like, I take it back. You're not in trouble. You're dead where you're staying. <laughs> I love that line. So good. So then, Mr. Myrtle, he does something amazing. He has a baseball signed by the entire roster 
of the 1927 Yankees. And he's like, here, I'll trade you. And Benny's like, that's real nice, but this baseball really was signed by Babe Ruth. We're not, you know, we're not joking around. He's yeah. like, yeah, so was this one with the rest of the 1927 Yankees. Yeah. And, and he's like, why would you trade this? Like, that one's all chewed up. And he's like, I got a lot of good stuff. Look at all that stuff over yeah. there. And um, he's smiling really big because he knows what he knows what the boys are gonna find. He they they go over to his little trophy area and they find a picture of him and Babe Ruth together, and yeah, it's so cool. And like, and then he talks about more about how uh, uh, Mr. Myrtle was a really good baseball player that knew Babe Ruth, and he said that. Um, he would have broken Babe Ruth's record, but he went blind when a, a fastball like hit him right in the right in the head. I guess, yes. yeah. Like, does that? You're a nurse. Does that actually happen? Can you go blind from being hit directly in the face or in the head? Probably. Yeah. He probably could have died too. So it's, that's true. Yeah. He just yeah. I, I always found that fascinating. He said a high fast one, a high fast one, and pow, the lights went out. I was like, wow, is that? Actually, I'm kind of surprised you didn't die. Yeah, I, he, that's crazy. Just like, I, I, I guess that can happen. I don't know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like, and uh, he's like, you know what? You guys come ch- talk baseball with me once a week, and we'll call it even. And, Which is really cool. Well, yeah, it's awesome. So the movie, the movie ends with the narrator uh, like explaining how. What happens to Yeah, what like how the kids the kids kind of moved away um, sporadically over the over each summer. Yeah. Um so yeah, yeah, he, he went to military school. Um the two the two little brothers, um Timmy and Tommy, um with the little kid that always repeated everything that Tommy said. Um um they invented mini malls and the big tall kid with the glasses uh bertram he i actually really liked his character we didn't really talk about him in this podcast but i thought he was really cool like really just real nice dude uh-huh. and um his ending it, was weird yeah well here's here's the reason why he um the narrator said bertram got really into the 60s and no one ever saw him again now what do you think that implies that do you think he like became a hippie? Oh yeah, and for sure got stuck in all of that mess. Yeah, yeah. Well, he um, the reason why he nobody saw him again is because probably he just went on the road and just like never looked back. Yeah. Like he just and that was the it was that this was sixty two. So um, this the move that movement was starting to come full throttle. So, yeah, Bertram became a real hardcore hippie and just kind of never looked back. Um, okay, and Squints, of course, he married Wendy. Which is hilarious. They have nine kids. Yeah, they have a bunch of kids, right? Nine kids. How how much older was she than him, do you think? Um, Like, do you think, I mean, she looked kind of older. I would say maybe 10 years older. 10 years, yeah. yeah. Uh, Maybe 10 or 11 years older than him. I mean, he looked five. <laughs> and she he looked. Did not. He looked five, and she looked <laughs> twenty-five. Yeah, I'm sure their characters weren't supposed to be those ages, but that's what they looked. Like. I mean, like, 
it probably worked. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I, I think it's... Why are you on the 25-year-old? That works. No, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, so, yeah, they... Uh, and they bought the uh, general store in town, and they still own it. Um, and freaking Hamilton Porter became a pro wrestler. And this fits Ham so well. Um, why do you think it fits him? Not for the... Not for the reasons you might think. I don't want to say what I just thought. You you don't? Well, because he's so good at trash talking. Yeah, that's not what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say? Because he's fat? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. I'm a bad person. Yeah, you're terrible. Uh, no. no because he's entertaining, though, too. He's a, he's a good trash talker. Like, that, that scene... When he's, like, talking to the kid from the rich baseball team. What'd you say, crap face? And he's, like... He's we didn't even talk about the rich baseball team and we how tot- they, they creamed him. Yeah, we totally didn't. Ah, uh, bummer. Oh, well. But we yeah, just did. There, yeah, we did. So, Ham- yeah, Hamilton's going back and forth with this with the rich kid. He's yeah, like, he and won he, that. His insults are real quick. I'm not like, like that. You play ball like a girl. Yeah. You make your weenies with your mama's toe jam. Yeah. Would you say crap face? Like... And the first thing I thought of, I was like, oh, he'd be a perfect pro wrestler just, right. just for his mic skills, for Hamilton Porter's mic skills, he'd yeah. be the best pro wrestler ever. So, yeah, so Ham became a pro wrestler, and that's perfect. I love that. Um, and uh, and Benny, of course, went on to become be a good baseball player. Yeah, the best baseball player ever. Oh, I forgot to mention... Um, Scotty? No, the... Uh, oh. Because um, he was an announcer. Danunez, Danunez, the the pitcher. He um he uh, coached a little league team that his sons play on called the Heaters. I love Danunez. He was great. He was a good character. Which it, one was that? The pitcher, the the black kid. Oh. You don't remember the that kid? Yeah. Okay, I'm really never having her back ever. She <laughs> she doesn't she doesn't remember very basic. I told you I wasn't gonna be good at this. She doesn't remember very basic characters from the from the movie. I yeah. don't even remember them <laughs> saying his name once. Denunez. Like, they didn't come call on, Denunez. When he's on, when Hamilton's on the plate, he's like, "Come on, Denunez," and then he points to the he points to the to, to the sky. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't remember anything. <laughs> You guys. Um, okay, so yeah, do 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 I can't say, can't even say his name. Shakira. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah, he coaches the little league team, and uh, Benny he goes on to play for the Dodgers, and um, and uh, Scotty he becomes the announcer. sports announcer, which is I love. It's such a perfect ending with the two of them in their old age giving each other a thumbs up. Yeah. It's so good. Way to go, buddy. Way to go, pal. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. I think that's it. That's pretty much, pretty much all we have to say about the movie. Yeah. Yeah. You want to? It was a cute movie. You want to add anything? You. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Right. You do so good, babe. Oh. You're so good. Oh. Okay. Thanks. I really don't know what I'm doing. Um, I've never done a podcast before. This is I've, this is all new to me. This is only the third episode. So if you're watching this and kind of cringing, just it'll get better. Like we're still learning. There's nothing to watch. We're <laughs> Oh, sorry. I'm so used to YouTube yeah. and saying saying the words watching. Uh-huh. I'm so used to that. Sorry. Okay. So if you're listening to this and you're cringing, 
uh, it'll get better. I'm Let's still keep on cringing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's all new to us. We're still figuring all this stuff out. But uh, uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Um, if you don't know, uh, Boomstick Video is a brand that will have hopes to one day open up our own store, a video store in the retro style. Um, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, Twitter, um, everywhere. Just follow us at Boomstick Video. That's all we're asking. We're just asking that people um, give us a like, give us a follow, and just uh, just join our movement. We we post content all the time. Um, I'm selling some movies on Instagram right now. You can check that out. So yeah, just give us a follow on there. And thank you guys so much for listening. And we really appreciate your support. Yeah. And um leave us a comment and let us know if mariah should come back or not i'm just joking she's gonna come back i'm with sorry it. shut up i'll, I'll never I'm, come back i'm joking i promise she's gonna come back whether she likes it or not um thanks for thanks for doing this babe you're welcome yeah i had fun did you have it a good wasn't time? as bad as i thought it was gonna be yeah she's every time when we were about to start recording i was like you ready she's like no <laughs> you, re you ready no i'm not good at talking you ready now no uh, you did fine. You did a great job. Didn't she do a good job? Everybody's clapping for you. They're not. But you can hear it. You hear him? That's you. Yeah. Dave, David Hunt, he's at work. Well, probably not at work right now. He better not be at work. He's quarantined. Yeah. Everybody's quarantined. But um, if he was at work listening to this podcast, he would be clapping for you right now. Just, I'm just, I, 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 that's just the kind of guy David is. He's a good guy. Yeah. He's a really good guy. Uh, <laughs> thanks, guys, for watching. Um, listening. Or listening. Gosh, <laughs> gosh darn it. Thanks. I don't know what I would do without you. Oh, me either. Um, I'm trying to think. I know there was more stuff I should have talked about, like like gave shout-outs to people or something. Um, give a shout-out to to um, Mike from the, from, uh, the record store. Um, he, he gave us a nice shout-out on his podcast yeah. not too long ago, so that was really nice. Um, all right, guys. That's it. So as always, be kind, rewind, or die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping that in there. Okay.